All right. Hello, everyone. Good morning to some of you. And it's not morning. Oh, morning on the West Coast. To some of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, not early morning, but... Or maybe in another nation. In another nation, but at 10 a.m. in the West Coast. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure my time zones exactly, so I'm not sure where it could be early morning. Uh, but I'm sure it's early morning some places and already evening in other places. So we're, um, we're glad to be with you today on a Saturday. And... Uh, in this this very intense but amazing time, this transitional time into uh, a whole new world, and um, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's been good just to be able to have a lot of family time, a lot of hopefully downtime where you can connect to the Lord, and where if you get woken up in the night for some time, you're okay because you can. You can still sleep in in the morning, however these things work for, uh, for, for some of you. And um, we're going to go ahead like we've been doing and starting with the communion itself uh, right now. And then we'll just see what the Lord, what else the Lord might be speaking uh, to us and through us or, um, or if it's prayer. Uh, right, Elizabeth? We'll just... Yes. I was thinking even about communion, remembering watching uh, the Passion movie years ago. And man, that would be a good movie to watch again during this um, Passover season leading up to Easter or Resurrection Sunday. Um, but, you know, when you watch a movie like that, it just makes it seem even more real and less like... Uh, ethereal, you know, and I just remember that scene where Jesus was um, with his disciples and they were having the Passover meal together in the upper room and how he just washed their feet. It was so much more than just, you know, the short few minutes that we'll take right now. It was so relational. It was it, it was truly everything that embodies the word communion. They yeah. were communing together. And um, it just, it excites my spirit to know that this is a God of tradition in the richest sense of that word. And he's a God that, that the, he's, I use the word sentimental, you know, he's, he's all heart. He's, he's someone that we're going to have long conversations face-to-face with for all of eternity. And, and he's going to wash our feet, and we're going to wash his feet. And there's going to be this communion together of, of a mutual, um, what he's always wanted, like a bride that, that he has everything in common with. It's not going to feel like you know, somebody that's so perfect we can't relate to him. We'll be in our full perfection ourselves too and just truly communing with him, like like the couple of all couples, you know. And yeah. this that we do is just a little taste, just a reminder that that's what is to come. Yeah, no, that's so good. And, of course, we um, were uh, led to connect to the chosen series, is that what we call the series? Yeah, it's 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 on. You access it on an app, but it's a um, 
so some the, our friends recommended it. It's really good. Yeah, and so for the last week, I think every night we have been um, looking at that and watching that, and it's just such a unique um, take on Jesus and um, some of his earlier life, and it's just it puts everything in such a different light. But where I was going with that, even as it relates to um, communion, of course, between we've had Chris do several times the uh, the Hebrew um, words and wording of, of communion for us here. And many of you have uh, stated how you've loved that. And between that and also just connecting, we've been connecting every night back to, um, as it were, Jesus, Jesus' day, Jesus' time. It has a way of, of bringing it all back in a, in a, in a new way. And uh, yeah. So while we're doing it, we can recommend that uh, so, to people. Go ahead, you can tell some more on it. Well, yeah. just by the way, um, it's just Johnny and I here with you today. We yeah. usually tell you who's with us. <laughs> it's Johnny and I, and uh, we're just, the kids are off doing other things right now. And the, yeah. So we, we said, we'll take it today. But we do have a good number of uh, significant angels sitting around us here. Uh, <laughs> so... They, they do too, all of us. They're invited to speak as well if they uh, if they have you guys have anything of substance to share right now. All right, they're just nodding their heads. So um, we're going to go into communion now, and um, and then uh, right after that, we'll see Elizabeth if you have uh, something else to uh, speak into, or I'll see if I do. We'll see how the Holy Spirit leads sure. this time. So let's go ahead and and if you have the elements with you, let's go ahead and. And take the bread, that which represents the body of Jesus that was broken for us. And uh, Lord, we again thank you for this opportunity to remember you, what you did. And not just that you performed something that provides a ticket to heaven. But Lord, in it, in, in your broken body, you also allowed for that which gives us the ability to have abundant life here mm -hmm. on earth to experience victory here on earth. And, uh, you know, you said in this world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so in your overcoming, we are able to uh, become overcomers ourselves and receive the promises of overcomers. And so we partake of this, which represents your body even now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you have the cup, or whatever you're using for it, Lord, we again thank you for your blood, the power in your blood, mm. the compassion in your blood, the faith in your blood, the joy in your blood, the creativity in your blood, the provision in your blood. In your blood is what would allow you come back to your disciples and say in Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and in earth is mine. Go therefore. So we drink into your all authority in heaven and on earth. And we again thank you for the amazing sacrifice you performed for us. Let's take thank you, Jesus. Mm, you are good. You are good. Yes, Lord. We thank you for your presence that is here. We thank you for your presence uh, 
that is released to the next level. There's something that you really enjoy. Not when we just connect to you, but when we connect to each other and you. You're such a, a family God, a God who loves family, unity, multiple participation. And we thank you that your angels truly are here and among us. We thank you for the presence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you how all this increases even as we have communion, the common union fellowship among us as brothers and sisters listening right now live and, and those who call in. And um, we just thank you that everyone even right now can experience the God of presence, not just the God of an idea, but the God of presence. Mm-hmm. And we so uh, magnify this aspect of who you are, the God who is present, who is here, who understands that life here wasn't going to be uh, a piece of cake, but that you were going to walk with us through everything and allow for victorious living, something that uh, nobody in heaven has to walk through is going through contradiction, delay, challenges, attacks, and still being able to take moments like this. We know this blesses you how those who have set aside their time now for you and you're you're moved and touched in ways you can't be moved and touched by those even among you in heaven by those who turn aside to you and we just pray that this turning aside to you would that would be the next pandemic thing going on in our nation in the world and we believe it is lord a turning aside to you and um we just thank you for it all in jesus name I'm just um, kind of locked in on a few little phrases. One, one is just the word remember. I just feel the Holy Spirit inviting us to take time today. If it comes to mind now, that's great. If not, maybe have some, some downtime to process and think into this later on your own. But to remember ways that he has... Um, showed up on your behalf and surprised you as an expression of his love and his extravagance towards you. And if you have a hard time remembering something, you don't have to like, you know, feel bad about it, but just say, Holy Spirit, I know those times are there, so could you remind me? And I'm reminded of a time that I just want to share really quickly. Um, it it was so extravagant. It just, um, and he's thrifty, like he always does <laughs> multiple multiple things. things with one one act of love mm-hmm. and so we were um this was when our girls were little and we were on vacation and we were staying at um uh, a man's house that we loved who was being very generous with us letting us stay in his vacation home and the back of the home was um it was backed up to a canal or the bay part of the ocean and he had a boat and a dock and we weren't using his boat but we were using the dock at the at the foot of the house and um he had a lot of uh fishing poles we didn't realize at the time but the the fishing poles were a prized possession of his very special to him they were antique fishing poles like irreplaceable really expensive especially the one that we used (laughs) and we were letting our daughters use it so we were like up on a deck above watching down below where a couple of the girls were down there um, using this fishing pole and they had 
another long pole with a big net on the end of it. And so they were just playing and, and you know, they would catch fish, but they were like, you know, three inch, two inch long little tiny fish. And so I think it was promise. She got all excited. She caught this fish and reeled it in and we were looking down below and we could see over her shoulder, not too far away, maybe 15 feet away, there was a, um, a blue heron, uh, which is like one of those tall birds with long legs and a really long beak and, and just majestic. It was sitting on the, um, this pole and watching her reel this fish in. And as she brought the, the fishing pole up, she, she saw the little fish flopping around and she was too scared to take it off the hook. So she was crying, daddy, daddy, come take the fish off the hook and look what we caught. And so she laid the pole down and it was laying next to um, the other pole that had the big net on it. And before we could even start heading her way, this blue heron just swooped down and grabbed the little flopping fish off the, the dock and um, grabbed it and flew out, flew with it in its mouth, flew with it out over the canal. Now the canal was wide enough, it, it's like dredged and, and um, really deep, at least 30 feet deep, and so that boats and yachts can come through there. And it's probably like, you know, like a three-lane highway, two-lane highway, something like that, width-wise. And when it got to the middle of the canal, um, we realized it had with it, the fish was still connected to the rod. Um, and the rod was tangled up in this long pole with the big net. And so this, this blue heron dragged the entire fishing rod, net, and the little fish to the middle of the canal, like up in the air, and then dropped it in the deepest part of it. So we're like, oh no. And uh, we just watched this play out and you know, I was just trying to figure out, oh goodness, we're gonna have to tell our, uh, the man that we love that we've lost his fishing rod. And we were looking in the yellow pages when we used to have yellow pages for um, a way to maybe hire a diver to come and look for the fishing rod. And we're just thinking it's a normal fishing rod. We didn't realize that it was even, you know, Well, I did, I went down and did what I could to try to. <laughs> he pull. put a mask on and tried to, you know, swim down. It was, it was not even nowhere, close. Yeah. It was a bit wider than what you were saying. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, but so okay. all that to say, um, it was it was two or three days later, as we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do before we leave, and um, we didn't let the kids fish anymore after that. But Johnny was fishing, and just you know, we had prayed about it as a family even. And as he's fishing, he, he snags a fish and he's reeling this fish in and he's working hard to get this fish in. And he's aware because of the pull that it must have been a pretty big size fish. And the fish is swimming up the canal and then back down the canal and up the canal, back and forth and back and forth. What did you say for like five or 10 minutes? Yeah, a while. A while. And so he's trying to get this fish in and it's just so exciting. We're all excited that he's pulling a fish in. And before we realize it, all of a sudden the fish comes in, he pulls the fish up and the fish is connected to the original rod that was down in the canal and still on the end of that rod 
is entangled the same long pole with the net. And so everything that we lost came right back up with this large fish when Johnny was fishing with a yeah. different fishing pole. It was just so extravagant of the Lord, like yeah, so extravagant, unexplainable. I mean, evidently this fish just wrapped around everything else, managed to find the bottom of the whole canal yeah. and, and get its, its line tangled back in that same exact fishing rod. Crazy story. But um, it has stayed with us as a family that just how God like loved loved this man enough to get his rod back to him and loved us enough and our kids enough to like let this play out and let us see his his extravagant care. It's something he didn't have to do and he did. Um, but I feel like like this is a time to remember those kind of things, like God's extravagance towards us. And we know many of you that are on this call and a lot of your stories even come to mind. That's a fun part of being in ministry and having been a pastor is you get to hear people's stories and what, the ways that God shows up for them. And, um, and, and that's who he is for us. And I just feel him challenging us to remember. Yeah, I think that's so good. You know, I think we have to acknowledge and look at this time as being, speaking of a God who does multiple things at one time, just like the cross, it was like, wow, he provided eternal life for us. Well, he also devastated and legally destroyed Satan forever. And um, there's multiple things happening. And so, yeah, there's an aspect of this present storm or crisis that seems to have sinister origins. And there is, uh, you know, there's the coronavirus aspect of it. There's the economy aspect of it. Um, just speaking about that, it seems very possible that if I'm understanding it correctly, what many are understanding, just per, perhaps one of the greatest shifts and changes in our government, if we call it our government, took place yesterday when uh, the Federal Reserve essentially became disempowered um, for the first time in a hundred and something years since it came in. And um, it is now essentially under directive and direction of Department of Treasury and, and Donald Trump. And if you look into uh, what has happened there. It is truly, uh, just like nobody really knew what had happened in 1913, I believe, when the when the Federal Reserve stepped in, perhaps many are unaware what just took place in the last uh, day or, or 24 hours. And so this this could be, uh, and it seems like it's, it's going to be uh, one of the most monumental um, shifts and changes. I don't even have to call it shifts and change or whatever. You know, it's Many who even are aware of uh, the assassination of JFK um, as president, the, the storyline, the narrative is, yeah, he said he was going to take down the Fed, and then he's murdered right after that. That's one of the, um, I will say, multiple narratives that, that go out with it. But it is a, a huge deal for that to take place. And we see that even in the, quote, crashing of the economy in the recent week or two, that it really was conducive. And really, this that just took place could not have happened apart from it. So we see the Lord doing many things, even related to a situation that seems, that seems negative and that's gone down. There is a part of this that the Lord, again, he's having his way in the storm in an amazing way. I think we already talked about how much he's given us time to process, rethink everything, priorities in our own life. It's brought on a shaking uh, and perhaps the shaking is of God himself, shake everything that can be shaken. 
and uh, it allows us to find the things that really secure us, what is really solid, what's really important, um, how much of God and our trust in God is actual and beyond theoretical. You know, you just don't know till you test something if it is what you think it is. Mm-hmm. And so this testing, this shaking has been so good for us. And, um, and, and there's already, again, great evidence at the macro level of um, some amazing things um, God, God is doing. And, um, and so it's just, uh, you know, I'm more stating all these things kind of, there's a little bit of it obvious, but uh, just to embrace all of that, all of that. This is not just the enemy trying to take us out. There is an assignment to take out the economy. It's going to fail. And it's already massively backfired with what I just explained to you that has taken place. And it's going to continue to massively backfire. Stay in faith. Um, get yourself secured on the rock. If you were half on the rock and and half on uh, man's systems and structures, and you can take that one foot off of man's structures and system, put them all on the rock. Remember who he is for every area of your life. Remember who he is as provider, who he is as healer, who he is as communicator. He's speaking to your heart, to your soul. So many faces of God to be uh, looked at and received at this time. And so we're, um, we're so glad to be able to continue to do this with you. And even though tomorrow is Sunday, we're doing it tomorrow again, right, Elizabeth? Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here. And we know some of you will be in, well, you won't be going to church most likely, but you'll be participating in your own way in some, in some meetings. But. Yeah, and I, I, I just feel to speak to some of you who, um, you're, you're in situations where you have a lot further to fall, so to speak. Like there's, there's a lot at stake. Maybe you have a lot of people that work for you or maybe... You're someone who stewards um, a lot of wealth or um, you have, you know, a big family that's counting on you. I I just feel like the Lord wants to specifically encourage you that um, it's not as it seems. That where you have, um, when you've walked with him to get to where you were, where you have a lot to steward over, he is he is faithful and I know I'm I'm speaking things that you already know but he just I just really feel to speak it to you today. He is faithful and he you can't possibly care more than he does. You can't possibly care more than he does. The things that are in your heart, the partnership that you have with him, the dreams that he put in you and woke in you, he is going to see come to pass. And it's, I I just literally see this as a blip. It's going to, I don't feel like President Trump is being naive or just trying to help everybody hold it together when he says hopeful things like we're going to come back stronger than before. I feel the voice of the Father speaking through him in those moments He's not even aware, perhaps, but he is prophesying the truth. And um, I'm editing a book that Johnny's writing right now um, that's going to be released very soon, actually, as an e-book. But in there, Johnny talks about, um, uh, what was it, where, uh, come on, brain... I'm trying to read inside your mind so I could read your mind, but I can't. It's okay, not working he, for me. Hold yet. on, it's going to come back to me. All right. um, 
in the book you're talking about the justice of God and and yeah. how there's a theme that that's been going on and what he spoke before the storm. I know this has been coming out in your prophetic words recently, but it's just as I'm reading it over and over and over again, it's just hitting me in a deep place in my spirit. And the things that God spoke before, he's still doing. He's still doing. Yeah. Like this is just a blip. This is not um, an end in itself. And it is an opportunity for us to to put another story in our in our reservoir of remembering the goodness of God, the kindness of God. Like he's here for us right now. And um It's good. You know, and there there we are we are not in control and not only are we not in control, we don't have access to all of the information and truth and facts that we wish that we did right now. And I hate that, but that is so stretching in a good way for all of us. It causes us to have to focus more on our partner than on the the thing that we're partnering with him for. Because that's the kind of partner that he is. He's more intimate and involved and focused on us and our hearts and, and our relationship with him more than he is on what he's accomplishing with us in the earth. And he is accomplishing really huge, important things in the earth with us. But like only God can do, he is, he's in it for the relationship. And mm-hmm. so this is our opportunity to be in it again for the relationship. It's so good. And many of you, I'll just say it again because I kind of wandered in that, so I'll tie it back up is that many of you have partnered with God and you've gotten to a place where you're stewarding over really important things with him. But he's saying, remember, it's more about me as your partner than about what we're actually accomplishing together. And we're going to accomplish those things together and even more than you've dreamed of. And I'm expanding your appetite for those bigger things. You're going to be more fearless than you were before. To, to go for it, to go big or go home, so to speak. Um, but this pulling back right now, he's so jealous over it. I just feel his jealousy over it, over over each of us, our hearts, and That's... that partnership place. And that I'm not saying any of that to put like a trip on you. I don't feel like he's saying, okay, therefore, you need to be using these days to like, you know, spend countless hours in the word and all that do that if that's what you have an appetite for but he's not requiring something of you right now. He's not he's not saying like earn something from from me for what's next. It's already in motion. It's already an expression of what you and God already have together. And it's just an opportunity right now. And yeah. he can be with you as you're with your family. He can be with you as you're you know maybe just some much needed rest. Or maybe he does have you focused on some projects right now and that's great too. Like Whatever it looks like for you and him, just just remember it's you and him. Yeah, well, I felt like right when you're so good when you're talking even to to those who are in a position, you know, they have um, they have been trusted with wealth and they have employees and things. And as you said, perhaps the hit from them, it's like they say, when you fall from one step, it's not very much, not it's not so much damage. But if you fall from a roof, it, it hurts. 
uh, a little more, and the higher you are, the more it can hurt. And uh, but I felt like he was saying right up front that you know even the story of the the fishing pole, the valuable fishing pole and its loss and it coming back, and that you pointed out even as our daughter promise, there are promises God has made, and even with you know fishing pole, uh, can represent what you what you use for um, bringing in bringing in your resource, you know, and that some of you it seems to have been lost the engine to it and um and the lord's even encouraging you today with that particularly as i'm speaking if he's saying that's you and it's and it's you know there are some things that seem lost forever some amounts of money some employees some whatever there can be some things that look lost forever and there's really you've they're, done they're what you can't but they're not as like mm-hmm. elizabeth just saying they're just they're not and particularly things that are connected to originally uh, an original promise, you know, and I think the Lord's just going to uh, surprise you and do things. Um, and, and just like with us is like how he uh, how he pulled that off uh, was amazing. So stay encouraged in that. It's a time for miracles. It's a time to see the bigger than God in every area of society. Unusual miracles, not just we want the healing miracles as well, especially as we know of people who have been hit by the, the virus in some way. And uh, we love that, but there's all kinds of other extraordinary miracles, such as the one we talked about and financial miracles, relational miracles. And so just be prepared to receive that. So as we close, I feel like I just want to, uh, I want to recite to you, uh, we recently passed St. Patrick's Day, and St. Patrick, the Apostle of Ireland, um, part of his, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, a prayer that he made, and this is not even the whole thing, but it's it's good enough. And let's let's leave strengthened by this after having done communion. And, it's, and it goes this way: Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ at my right hand, Christ at my left, Christ in breadth, Christ in length, Christ in height. I think you should read that again and let us repeat after you. I'll just I'll do the repeating okay. part. I just think speaking that out loud over That's ourselves something. it activates something in a in a That's more good. profound way. Yeah. Christ with me. Christ with me. Christ before me. Christ before me. Christ behind me. Christ behind me. Christ within me. Christ within me. Christ beneath me. Christ beneath me. Christ above me. Christ above me. Christ at my right hand. Christ at my right hand. Christ at my left hand. Christ at my left hand. Christ in breadth. Christ in breadth. Christ in length. Christ in length. Christ in height. Christ in height. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's so good. We love all of you. Have a wonderful day. And for those who can, well... Talk to you tomorrow.